Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Isabella Gescos, and this is probably one of the funniest conversations I've had. I got to sit down with BFC White House Outstanding Pitcher winner, Cam Hill. Cam has some hot takes, like saying Georgia Tech football is going to beat Georgia this year, and his strong belief in that Southern living is better than the Northern attitude we have up here. We dove into his baseball career, his time on the Cape, and we even made a bet live. Guys, I really need my UNC school, my school, Carolina Blue, go Tar Heels, to pull through on this one. I don't want to give any more away, though, so sit back and relax. Turn up the sound in your car. Turn down the water pressure on your shower because you're going to want to hear this. Ladies and gentlemen, Cam Hill. Cam Hill, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, so how does it feel to be the worst school in the ACC? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> We're getting right to it, huh? Yes. Okay. Okay. We don't mess around well, here. All right. All right. Well, that's just not true. It is very Cause true. Because there's some school in, like, North Carolina that wears, like, this little light blue color that I can't stand. <laughs> never... You mean Carolina blue? Yeah. The yeah. beautiful Carolina blue? I wouldn't say beautiful, but sure. To each their own, I to guess. Own, but. It's better than being a yellow jacket. There's nothing, yellow. there's nothing better than to be a yellow jacket. You were one of the, okay, unbiased, obviously. Next to Duke, Georgia Tech is right there. Next to Duke? That's just disrespectful. <laughs> That's disrespectful. What makes going to Georgia Tech so great? Um, really, because you're in the middle of a big city, Atlanta, Georgia. And for me, personally, I'm 30 minutes away from the house. So every, my whole family can come to the games whenever. And I get to see him a lot it's not like i'm four hours away and i only see him on holidays i could go on go home on like a random tuesday just because i'm so close so it's always fun do you do laundry at your house no nah. sometimes you i do sometimes, sometimes i do I'm like, what do you go home for then like a home-cooked meal yeah home-cooked meal just to see him because my mom would be like you never you never check in on anybody anymore you're changing on us like no i'm not mom i promise matter of fact i'll come see you guys today <laughs> Mom, I promise I'm not becoming I, someone I different. I promise, I promise. <laughs> she, just, she just got on me yesterday because I didn't call her. <laughs> hey, Mom. <laughs> what do those phone calls look like or sound like? Same thing it's been for like the past 20 years of my life. She's like, hey, Mom, what's going on? She tells me about what's going on at home. I tell her what's going on up here. Then she'll like say good luck, love you, and then that'd be it. What's the home-cooked meal? <laughs> There's just so many to choose from. There's so many to choose from. I can't pick. Really? Yeah. What's your What's your favorite then? Oh, uh, my mom makes these like it's like hamburger patties, but it's like smothered in gravy. Oh my god! With mashed potatoes on the side, maybe like a little bit of rice. Uh, every time, every time. That sounds amazing. Yeah, every time. Pretty sensational from mom. Yeah. I will say, being from the north, and we're gonna talk about that. The biggest difference I found going down south is the Thanksgiving and the mm. food difference for Thanksgiving. You guys know how to do Thanksgiving yeah, right. Yeah. I've, I can't say I've experienced a northern Thanksgiving. So. But the southern, the food is really but good. Just off my experiences, I say the south takes it easily. <laughs> easily. I haven't tried it yet, but easily. the south is just better. Easily. What makes it so much better? You've um, never even had the northern, so. Because the south is just, it's just cooked with love. This is cooked with love. Literally, my next question was: We were having this debate the other day at Katuit, talking about which one's better, the North or the South. So we'll get to that debate in a second. But let's stick to Thanksgiving. But you guys do like mac and cheese and green. I've never had mac and cheese during. Have you ever had collard greens? 
I had collard greens during barbecue and stuff, and all right, but all not right. ever for Thanksgiving. You guys yeah. have you guys put out dishes yeah. that I never think to have for Thanksgiving. Yeah. What's your favorite? Like main dish or like a side? Any, I guess. Go through the rankings. It'll be like one. We j- we just get like five like boxes of fried chicken instead of like turkey. You have like chicken, then you have turkey, and then nobody really touches the turkey unless it's fried turkey or fried turkey. That's that'll crack like my top three main dish. But a sides sides you gotta go mac and cheese, collard greens, dressing. Yeah, AKA AKA stuffing. AKA yeah. stuffing for my people up north. Yeah. I don't get it. Why do you guys call it stuffing? Because you like you don't really actually stuff the turkey with it. You eat it on the side, yeah. so it's not stuff <laughs> it's not stuffing anything. I don't know. We just it just kind of I guess it makes sense. I don't know. Nah, I just well, why do you call it dressing? I don't know. It's just what I've what I've been exactly. calling it my whole life. It just kind of happened. Dressing the turkey in it. You're dressing your plate. Then you're stuffing your you're stuffing your belly. Then. I guess so. Tomato, and then tomato. for and then for dessert, but my mom's banana pudding. That sounds elite. Yeah, it is. She has like the vanilla wafers. Put it on top. Oh. Get it like a little red solo cup. Put some in there. Oh. Well, we have big. We're big pecan pie people. Mm. You say pecan or pecan? Pecan. There we go. We're on the same page there. But you think the South is just better in general. We were oh, having yeah. this debate. Oh, yeah. It's just not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, How? It is. How? Yeah, it is. What's so much better? Everything. Everything. <laughs> the temperatures. Disagree. You don't get seasons. Yeah, we do. We just got summer and winter, though. We That's don't boring. Have, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> you get, like, a week and a half of fall, then, like, a week and a half of spring, then, like. It's hot again. Then it's hot it's or it's cold. No in between. Okay, so you lost there. What else? No, no. I feel like I got it. No, you don't. The North is just better. You can't say anything about the weather because when I got here early June, it was still like 50 degrees and rainy. That was a weird time. It doesn't happen normally in New England. It was weird for me. It was normally... I was like, what's going on? (laughs) If this is going to be it the whole summer, I don't know how long I'm going to make it. (laughs) It's not normally like that. It's normally a lot better. Well, this is your second year back up north. You were at Martha's Vineyard last year. What's the biggest difference between playing for the Martha's Vineyard League versus the Cape League? Really, the top thing is like the travel. The travel uh, here in the Cape League, it's like your farthest drive is like 45 minutes max. And in the NECBL, the longest trip we had to take was like seven hours to Vermont. Like we had to take a ferry off the island to Falmouth, drove from Falmouth to Vermont. It was like a seven-hour trip, but the travel—I didn't mind the travel. It was the, that was the fun part for me, get to hang out with all the guys like on the bus. What'd you guys talk about? We just played a lot of mafia, <laughs> a lot of mafia. Like the game. Yeah, the game. I haven't played that game in forever. It's so fun. Want to break it down again? I'm kind of forgetting. basically basically it's like a who done it. So you get two two mafia members, two police officers, then like a medic. Then you just basically the mafia goes around picking people off. And they try to, and we try to guess who did it, guess who's in the mafia before they wipe everybody out. Are you normally the half and half? You're half and half. Half and half. Sometimes, sometimes we do like a Godfather where they recruit people. Oh. And then you're. One time I was a police officer and I got recruited. And what I did, I was just writing out all the, <laughs> all, all the uh, mafia members like, yo, it's him. He's it's, in the mafia. They recruited me. It's him. Wait, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that was a frowned upon tactic, but. A win is a win, I guess. A win is a, a win. A win is a win. 
But that was the biggest difference was the bus ride and the quality yeah. time. Yeah. Do you find that you were closer with your teams on Martha's Vineyard or your teammates? A little bit because there wasn't much as much of a turnover in the NECBLs there is here because guys are leaving left and right up here, whether that be for the draft or coaches shut them down or whatever, whatever reason it may be. And the NECBL is like what you got, like your team that you start with is probably what you're going to finish with. So, yeah, naturally you end up more closer with those guys. But I'm still pretty close with the guys on Katuit. They're all good guys, so. Your bullpen's a lot of fun. We yeah. like to go crash their bullpen <laughs> and hang out and talk to them. They're, you guys are fun. Yeah, there's a lot of characters in that bullpen. It's a lot of characters. <laughs> Want to elaborate? There's just so many different personalities, and then you put them in one setting with a common goal, and it's fun to watch, fun to be around. What do you guys normally do? Do you guys just joke around? <laughs> oh, we joke around like 99% of the time. It's like usually, like when I was in the bullpen, when I started out here, I was I would literally joke around. I'll be joking around until they'd be like, uh, Hill, you're in the game. I'll be like, oh, okay. And then just go out and pitch, come back, still joking around. Like good, good, bad, or indifferent, it's like you're still joking around because it's still a game at the end of the day. And just enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, just enjoying the time. Who's the biggest jokester in the bullpen? Oh. <laughs> uh, probably Rob Hughes or or Finn McElroy. Why them? They're just they're just interesting characters to say the least. Rob Hughes is like he's like your funny uncle you see at the cookout. <laughs> and he's he always he's always bringing the jokes. He's always smiling about something. It's just like he you'll have a bad day you see him, he'll crack one joke and then you're you forget what you were mad about. And then Finn, he's just I don't know, he's he's an interesting dude. <laughs> I love Finn. I love Finn, but yeah, we have a lot of characters in that bullpen, and it's it's fun to go in every day and hang out with the guys. What kind of jokes do you rem- do you have any that you remember? I don't think I can say them on here. Oh, the not PG thirteen. No, I don't think so. I don't think I can say them on here. Oh, good to know. But do you have any Georgia Tech teammates up here, or no? Uh, Just you. Actually, uh, in the beginning of the summer, it was a uh, me and uh, Terry Bussey up here, another pitcher from Georgia Tech, but he went to the draft combine, and then then it was just me. You're flying solo. Yeah, flying solo. So, but it's cool to get make new connections with new guys on other teams. So, when I go play Clemson, I'll see Rob Hughes again, <laughs> and then he'll then he'll remember me. We'll probably crack jokes in between games or during batting practice or what have you, or whenever we go whip up on North Carolina this year in the Bosch. It's just not gonna happen. Okay, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll place a friendly bet at the very end of this. <laughs> All right. A friendly wager. All right. But uh, at Georgia Tech, you've received starting spots here and there, but mm. you've mostly been coming out of the bullpen. Here, you've been Kachuit's ace all summer. Are you relishing the opportunity to start in every moment? Oh, or yeah. You are? Yeah, because the goal is to be the Friday night starter when I go back to school. So why not get those repetitions in now? So when I go back, I'll be ready to go and have a set routine for me to go. Ready to go. What is the routine? For me, it's like the best routine is to have no routine. It's just go with the flow. You're the first pitcher I have talked to that's not... Are you superstitious or no? Not really. You, what, that is rare for pitchers. Not not really. Maybe like on the day I pitch, I'll be a little bit... Just a little bit stitious, but... Not super, but just not, stitious? Yeah, just a little bit stitious. Like I'll make sure I'll like... The music I listen to throughout the day is kind of like chilled out a little bit. It's kind of weird because, like, in the beginning of the day, I'll kind of, like, be more mellowed out. And as the game gets closer, I'll kind of get more and more 
ramped up. And then by the time I go out to pitch, I'm like hyped up as I can be. But th- throughout the week, it's really not really a set routine. You just, just whenever I get my work in, just go get it in. Cause well, I, what's the playlist? What are we listening to? Anything. Anything. Really? Yeah. Just whatever I'm feeling that day. Besides country music. Uh, being from the South, I can't do country music. Though. Really? That's just me. Why? I don't know. I, I don't know. But being around baseball for so long, I could... I can tolerate it. I can tolerate some country music. I mean, I'll probably sing a few songs here and there, but it's a little secret. It's like a, it's like a guilty pleasure of mine. Got one guilty pleasure. Now. <laughs> okay, we'll see if we can expose more throughout the interview. Um, what do you listen to then? But in terms of genre, is it rap? Is it R and B? Hip hop, R and B. Who are the artists? Right now, I'm really like Future, Gunna, and then like R and B side, like a uh, Brent Fias, Gibeon. Um, but yeah, that's about it. <laughs> You're the first pitcher I know. I just said it, that I've met that's not superstitious. You don't have like a left sock, right sock, left nah, shoe, right shoe. No, no, nah. because when I get, because if you like get into, for me, how I think of it is like if you get into a routine, and it becomes like a superstition, and then something like goes wrong, then the rest of that routine would be all thrown off, and then your mental side is like all out of whack. So I try to avoid that and just really, just go with the flow or wherever the day takes me, just kind of embrace it. Yeah, how is the mentality? It's on the on a day that pitch. It's like okay, I mean most of this is like out of your control anyway. So do what you control what you can control, and uh, it'll probably work out for you. And then that's kind of what I've been doing up here. What's it like to lead a pitching staff? It's. It's fun. It's fun because this is like kind of my first time kind of in this kind of role. So it's kind of fun to kind of be in that spot. It's fun to go around the community to it and then people see you be like, hey, good game yesterday. Or if it's a or if I'm pitching that day, they'll see me in a to fresh markets. Shout out to the coop. They uh, people will be like, hey, uh, you're pitching today, right? He's like, hey, good luck today. Things like that. It's great. It's great. That must make you feel real good. Yeah, it does. It does. And all the, and the kids that come, it's like, hey, you're my favorite player. It's like, oh, because I remember I was those kids back when I was their age. sounding old. Back when I was their age, I was the same kid, like, going to all the camps and going to the games. Like, hey, you're my favorite player. I want to be like you when I grew up. And then here I am. What player was that for you? Who would you want to be like? Who did I want to be like? Growing up, I was I used to hit growing up, so I want to be like David Ortiz growing up. David Ortiz or Ryan Howard growing up because they hit home runs, and it was fun. <laughs> it was fun to watch. Yeah, now I'm a pitcher, so. When did you become a pitcher? When did you ease <laughs> – I guess the, I don't know the right way to phrase that question, but when did you make your transition, I guess? Uh, when I hit high school and then they moved the mound bats – the mounds back to 60 feet – I was like, uh, I don't know if this hitting thing is going to work out. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, I'm pitching. I mean, I can pitch too, and then I'll I'll just stick with pitching and see where that takes me. And so I guess it kind of worked out in the end. This is a little bit, right? I, mean, I, can still hit, I can still hit a little bit, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I just choose not to. So when we go to BP next, <laughs> yeah. we'll throw you some balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can, they should have put me in the home run hitting contest. I think they should have, too. They should have. They should have. They really, they kind of messed up. They yeah, missed out. Yeah, they messed they really up there. Did. How many home runs did you get hit? Am I in Harwich? If I'm back. You're, yeah, Harwich, because we just had the, the um, about, all-star game there. About three. Three? 
I, hey, can, I can get you about three. You wouldn't have gotten last place, so there you go. You would not have. I would have. I would have gotten about three. But not last place. Not last place. Ever. Never ever. How about in Katuit? Oh, in Katuit, in Katuit, I'll probably get like four. Four. Just one more. <laughs> Just one more. Just one more. Nah, actually, I'm lying because uh, we did like in the beginning of the summer we had a like a pitchers versus position player kind of like VP scrimmage. Okay. I went like 0 for 4 with four strikeouts. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even make contact with the ball. That's tough. It, it was fun. It was all fun and game. So I was like, whatever. <laughs> What's the difference between Harwich and Katua? It's just one field's It's like Harwich, Harwich is like a graveyard. The ball does not fly there at really? all. It, at all. Like I was, I was watching the home run contest. I was like, these balls would be like way gone in Katua. But and Harvard's just like you got to really muscle one and get one out of there. I loved seeing the little kids like all yeah. just like shift from the left side to the right yeah. side trying to chase after trying to a chase ball. after a ball. Oh, they were going nuts that and day. And is like, hey, can I get a ball? Can I get a ball? I was like, yeah, I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it. They come up to the bullpen at Katuit or at any game. And they go, can we have a ball? Do they do that to you yeah. guys? Yeah. What do you do? Uh, we either a give them just give them a ball or be like. Try to try to bargain with him. Be like, hey, if you get me like a hot dog, we'll get you a ball, oh. like a fair trade. You're robbing kids. We're not robbing kids. We're like we're like if we give you if we give you this money, we give them the money oh, to okay. get so to get the nah. We no nah, we're not making them buy any food for us. It's like hey, if we give you this money, go get a hot dog for us. We'll give you we'll sign the ball and we'll give it to you. And then that that usually works. We were having this debate I think a couple days ago. What's the go to condiment for a hot dog? What do you go put on first? Uh, ketchup and mustard. Okay, but what, what go, if you had to pick one of the two, where are you going? Probably ketchup. That's what I said, and apparently that's the wrong answer. Apparently, Who said that? Apparently mustard is like the go-to condiment. Who said that? I don't know, but like, we Googled it. If you Google it, it's the go-to. Like Every single photo has a hot dog with mustard on it and not ketchup. Yeah, but usually it's yes, both. Like, it's like a little... That's what I... Like a little... Yeah. Yeah. People hate ketchup on mustard. Or not not mustard, on hot dogs. It's crazy. Why? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. But um, what do you consider, back to, back to baseball, what do you consider to be your biggest strength as a pitcher? Kind of, I feel like my biggest strength is uh, my competitive nature and just, like, will to win, like, whatever, no matter what. It's like, I'll have, either I have my best stuff or my worst stuff, I'll still try to go out there and compete, try to help the team win, like, no matter what. So, yeah. when did you develop that mindset? From a very young age, very young age, because my dad, my dad was my both my parents actually they were like they were pretty they were pretty tough on me coming coming up. So it was all for it was all for out of love though, because they wanted me to be the best I could be. It's like hey, you can't just roll over because you don't have your best stuff. You gotta go out there and still help your team win. So I was like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> You're, You're I'll right. Take it. I'll take your You're advice. Right. Yeah, I'll t- yeah. You hear that, Mom? I do listen sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. What do you mean by they were tough on you? They just laid down the hammer pretty consistently? Yeah, or? especially with sports and, like, school. They wanted me to be the best I could be. And yeah, safe to say it kind of worked out. And then, so. I mean, you're at Georgia Tech. <laughs> yeah. You know, it is the yeah, yeah. ACC What'd you say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're at Georgia Tech. I'm at Georgia Tech. Mm hmm. Could have been at UNC. Nah. No. No. I have a funny story about UNC, Let's too. Let's hear it. I actually, I was actually getting recruited by UNC coming up, like, when I was going through the whole recruiting process. Then they were, like, the top of my list, too. It was, it was funny. Then they stopped answering the phone. So. <laughs> That's on you guys. Oh, but you hate. You said you told me in private you hate Bosch. You hate the Bosch. No, nah, I can't stand it. Why? I don't know. There's just something about it. 
So it's too much Carolina blue. You really hate us. Yeah, I don't like you guys. Do you hate us more than Duke? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a deep rooted hate. Mm-hmm. Do you hate us more than Georgia? No, no, no. I hate, Why do you, hate I feel Georgia. Like Georgia and Georgia Tech, like, I don't think of them as rivals. Nah, big rivals. I know you're both from Georgia, but I feel like one is their strengths are in different areas. What are you trying to say? Where, where, where are we getting at here? Where are we getting at here, Bill? One's in the SEC and one's in the ACC. Where, okay, what does that mean? What are, you, what are you trying to say? One has a really good football team. Well, hey, and... hey, hey. See, I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll let you take over yeah, that. Georgia Tech football is on the up and up. Oh. We're going we're gonna to beat Georgia this year. Okay. Right? Mark okay, my words. You're calling it right now? I'm calling it right now. Okay, we'll clip it off when it yeah. happens. You'll be... You'll be... <laughs> yeah. no, this will either be really good or go really bad so like skip bayless or steven at you're gonna be yeah it'll max come, kellerman yeah, take yeah it'll come back to me it'll come back to get me i hope it doesn't <laughs> positive affirmations yeah, only right exactly um what aspects of your game do you still need to be improved or do you think something to be improved upon um really just cutting down walks like cutting down free passes like yesterday i walked a few guys then they ended up scoring so if I just kind of cut down on free walk, like free passes, free bases, then that'll help my game overall and kind of save my pitch count a little bit too. So how do you do that? Just throw less pitches because you're not facing as many batters. Okay. What do you think is the most underrated part of your game? Huh. I never really thought about this one. Uh, kind of my ability to kind of mix up pitches. It's like if I, any given day, I'll have two pitches that are gonna work, whether it be fastball, slider. Fastball splitter, slider splitter, like two of them are gonna work, and then, and, and again, like the kind of attitude is like, you know what, I don't have my best stuff. I'm still gonna go out here and compete and help my team win because I know I can do that. What pitches do you have in your repertoire? Uh, just fastball splitter and a slider. Are you looking to add any more? Uh, maybe, maybe, but for right now, I'm sticking with those three. But I'll, if I get a fourth one, great. But if not, it's cool. What would you add if you could pick any pitch that you have that you don't know? <laughs> if I could pick any one, yeah, you know, yeah, anyone. I'm giving you free range. Like a, like a knuckleball. A knuckleball. Yeah. What even cool. is a knuckleball? Because it'd be cool. That'd just be cool to throw. Because nobody really throws it. <laughs> What's a knuckleball? It's it's just like a pitch that just like doesn't spin and it just like does whatever. It just does whatever. How does that even happen? I don't know. It kind of like breaks physics, from what I understand, but. Or maybe like a Ephus where you literally just lob it, just lob it like straight up in the air, and then it'll just land in the catcher's glove at like 35 miles an hour. <laughs> who um, does a who does that pitch in the MLB? And both of them. Uh, all right, Dickey used to throw a lot of knuckleballs, but the, he's a he retired. I think he retired like a few years ago. But uh, the Ephus, uh, Zach Granke throws it. Like I remember last year he threw one at like 40 miles an hour after throwing like. 90 like 90 91 he'll just plop one in there like 40. <laughs> is there a pitcher you model your game after kind of a combination of a lot of guys a, a little bit of like tyler glass now amir garrett and like david price kind of like a mix of all three of those like combining one what do you take from them um i really look at all three of them because like they're kind of built like me kind of like long and lanky see how they control and operate their bodies and then kind of like the competitive edge of Amir Garrett besides like charging the other team's dugout and fighting them I don't think I'll I don't think I'll be doing that but shout out to AG though but yeah yeah 
try to take something from all three of those, all three of those guys, and try to put it in my game. Yeah. If you could describe your game, what would it be to people that don't follow baseball? That don't follow baseball. Or maybe aren't as big of fans. Okay. I feel like my game would be more of like kind of like a a finesse pitcher, you would say, a finesse pitcher that turned into a power pitcher. Because growing up, because like coming up, like high school, I really didn't have the big velocity, so I kind of had to find another way. And then when I got the velocity, I still, I still brought those traits from when I didn't have my velocity to kind of back that up and get hitters out any way I want to. All right. Well, it, they've been leading the Cape League in almost every offensive category throughout the summer. Does that make your job easier? Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. For the I go out in the top of the first, I'm like, all right, I just gotta throw up a zero. Then most of the time I get a zero and then they'll score like one or two runs in the bottom of the first. I'm like, okay, now I can pitch with a lead. Pitching with a lead is so much more it's so much easier and you get it's less pressure off of you because you're like hey i have like a two-run cushion here that i can just go out and attack them so it makes our job a lot easier with the run support we get shout out to the shout out to the cats offense for that one <laughs> but isn't it stressful as well if you watch that lead diminish yeah yeah it's doesn't very make, stressful doesn't that make for more <laughs> it's, stress? it's very stressful but then you get into the next gear he's like okay we just gotta at that point it's just like okay now you just gotta minimize the damage and see, just minimize the damage, get back in the dugout with the lead, and then the offense will keep doing what they're doing. So, yeah. How do you calm yourself down in those moments when you see, like, you had a cushion, that cushion slip, that cushion slipping? Uh, I try to, like, take deep breaths on the mound. I, okay. try, I try to take deep breaths. But, like, in the heat of the moment, you're like, oh, God, uh, what's going to – oh, God, uh, I just gave up a few runs. I got, like th- – I just walked the bases loaded or whatever. It's like, okay, um – so what are we gonna do now? So you gotta re- you just gotta adjust. He's like, okay, so what do I do now, and how do I get out of this? And then, but yeah, it's a it gets stressful sometimes. But you just kind of kick it into that next gear, and then hopefully you minimize the damage. I mean, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, and that's just that's just the game. So that's yeah, just how it is. That's just how it is. When you get those mound visits from your coaches, uh, what's the best mound speech you've heard, and what's the worst mound speech you've heard? Um, when this past year at GT, my pitching coach came out there was like, because I was stressed, I was like stressing out on the mound. He was like, "Hey, hey, you're you're the guy who we want on the mound right now, so act like it." And then he just like walked off. <laughs> I was like, "You know what? Yeah, he's right." And then. I don't, I don't think, think I've, I've had, had I've had any bad ones. I don't think I've had any bad bad mound visits. Really? Nah, I don't think I've had any bad ones I can recall. Did your pitching coach ever walk up there and just not talk about the game? They're just like, okay, we're just giving you a break. Yeah, yeah, all the time. He walks up. He'll walk up and like crack a joke. He'll crack a joke just to like calm me down or make me laugh or whatever. Kind of release, kind of like relieve those like little tensions. Or I'll be like, hey, we're just giving you a breather here. Just calm down. Kind of, kind of like a reset. Yeah. What's the best joke you've heard? Um, that's PG. That's PG. No swearing. Okay. He was like, uh, I forget what he said. He was like, you ever thought about pitching right-handed? <laughs> then I was like, nah. He's like, yeah, you might want to look into that. <laughs> oh, he came out with the flames. Yeah. Oh, my God. Actually, no, that was a catcher oh. Like when I was, like, in high school. It was – it was, but it made me laugh, kind of calmed me down. Then I went back to work. So, it he knew what he was doing. Is that what you need when you're stressed out of someone to yeah, make you some, laugh? Yeah, sometimes. 
Were you expecting to win Outstanding Pitcher of the Year? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not to toot my own horn, but, like, towards the end, I was like, hey, I might have this one in the bag. I kind of – I try not to think about it too much because it could, it could all change so quick. So I tried not to think about it until, like, the trophy was just, like, in my hand. Then I was like, oh, here it is. So it was good. It was a good experience for sure. Were you – like, so what were your emotions when you were given the trophy? Uh, I was like, get this trophy out of my hands ASAP because I still got a pitch in about, like, 45 seconds. So I was like, okay. It's like – it was, it was kind of awkward. I was like, I mean, I just got done warming up. Then I hear, uh, now for the most outstanding pitcher award. And then they like ran, they didn't say my name right off the rip. So they kind of like rattled off my stats. I was like, oh, that's me. Let me go, uh, go get this trophy right quick. Then I, right after I got the trophy, I like gave it to my host mom so she could hold on to it. So yeah. How big was it? Was it heavy? It was a little heavy, yeah. It was like, I might, I might eat cereal out of it later. I don't know. Is it like, I didn't see, is it a bowl? Yeah, it's like, it's like a bowl with like a base that says like most outstanding pitcher with my name on it so i might just like might do something with the bowl i don't know what kind of cereal uh probably like captain crunch captain crunch cinnamon toast crunch that's you, why you go to georgia tech i don't, that's why I don't you like that look you gave me i don't what, what was that that's just the most interesting cereal to pick what captain crunch is a great cereal it's probably one of the worst what's your favorite cereal uh i think i don't really eat cereal but i probably frosted flakes that's just basic it's so good it's just basic it's a staple yeah okay it might be but it's just like basic lucky okay. charms okay i've never eaten lucky charms really never you're missing out i don't know you don't I, like marshmallows but for breakfast i don't know marshmallows for breakfast i don't really know They're if like i can get behind mini like this big but i did eat cookie crisp growing up though okay, it was yeah. just Do a bowl really it was just a bowl of cookies <laughs> Just a so bowl really of cookies, yeah. No, I can't. Just a bowl of like mini chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> oh my, those um, oh that sounds so good. I could go for a cookie right yeah. now. Oh, you just talked about food. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So you're a part of the Delta Cap Delta Kappa chapter of the Omega Psi Phi fraternity. Is that how I say it? Yeah, the Delta Kappa chapter of Omega Psi Phi fraternity incorporated. There we go at Georgia Tech. Yeah. So why did you choose to join a fraternity? Really, me, my dad, my dad's in it. So that was like. A main reason because I've been I was seeing it all my life all my life like his frat brothers will still they still they're still close to this day they still go on like trips to this day and they and they pledge like what was that like some odd 30 years ago and so I always wanted to be a part of something like that when I got the opportunity to do it I was like hey why not and then coming out of it all the connections you can make it anywhere you can go anywhere you go Chances are you'll probably meet one, and you can know there's no telling like what what you'll need in life, and then you'll always have somebody to call if you need something, whether that be like or something as small as like a somebody moving some furniture for you, or like or maybe like a like a lawyer. Who knows what you're gonna need one day? So it's always cool to have those connections. Yeah. So the brotherhood runs deep. Mm-hmm. It, I see. I saw your TikTok, by the way, and I saw the photos that you posted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it looks amazing. It looks yeah. like a lot of fun. Yeah, do you yeah, enjoy it? Head. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun for sure. The sorority side of it is always, oh, you're gonna meet your future bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. So have you met your future grooms? Oh yeah, for sure. Really? For sure. Yeah, I got some stories to tell about them, but I don't think they're suitable. <laughs> <laughs> you always tease me with like yeah. I have a story, but what? Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not allowed. Yeah. It's not PG thirteen. No. Nah. 
Jeez, you gotta hear it, and you're making me run for it. Um, but what's the best part about being in a fraternity, other than the brotherhood aspect? Um, like on campus, it's kind of like a kind of big deal, and like being around baseball and being in a fraternity because a lot of people aren't doing that. It's kind of fun to kind of be in like your own category. It's like only a few people that that did this and playing baseball, and it's a lot. And it and and also like the community service and like impacting the youth because. We do like clothing drives, blood drives, things of that nature. Kind of influ- kind of influence the youth, help them out, because it's a uh, you always got to build up the next generation of what's to come after you. So. And you're wearing the chain and everything. Yeah. yeah. Do you want, can you describe the chain? Because people obviously can't see it. Yeah. Um. It's the pendant is the the letter omega, and then uh then a lightning bolt running through it. Because it's kind of, that's a, like a symbol within the fraternity, so it's kind of cool to wear. Yeah. What does the symbol mean? It's uh, I don't know if I can say that one. I don't know. Okay, if I can. never mind. <laughs> you keep doing this nah. to me. Oh, I'm gonna listen back to this interview, and it's all gonna be oh. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'll be so, better. I'll be yeah, better. Okay. I'll be better. What makes you so good at what you do? Um, kind of. I feel like kind of my approach to it, because it's kind of like. I try to remain like as humble as I can because it it can all flip it can all flip on its head so fast. Kinda of being grateful for what I have and like what I've kind of been through throughout my playing career and how it's molded me into the player I am today. I feel like carrying that with me kinda of is what contributes to that for sure. What is one question I haven't asked you yet that you think that I should ask you? Um why North Carolina can't beat Georgia Tech in football. <laughs> Why can't North Carolina beat Georgia Tech in football? Because we are just better. Than <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the date? When do we play you, Julia? Can you look it up? When's the date that North Carolina plays Georgia? We're looking this up because we're gonna make we're gonna make a bet right now. We are just better. Georgia Tech football. Do we even play you guys this year? You guys beat this last year. I know that in Chapel Hill. And the year before. And the year before. And the year before. Why are you bringing up bad memories? <laughs> UNC football plays Georgia Tech uh, Saturday, October 28th in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. I will be in Atlanta on October 28th now. All right. Saturday. Saturday, okay. Let's make a there. friendly All wager. All right. Yeah. If UNC beats Georgia Tech. That's just not going to I'm not even going by. I'm just going to go. She's just taking whatever I'm taking whatever. I don't care if it's by a safety. I don't care if it's by a field goal. I don't care if it's by a touchdown or we blow you out, which is probably going to happen. Um, you have to actually eat cereal out of your trophy. <laughs> okay. Fair? All right. Fair? All right. Okay. All right. What do you want if you um, win? Okay. All right. If you – if Georgia Tech beats North Carolina, which is going to happen, you have to wear a Georgia Tech shirt for – a week. A week. A week. Do I get to wash? The yeah, shirt? yeah, you okay, can wash okay, 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 it. Okay. Yeah, you can right. wash it. I, you know, we're shake hands. We'll shake. Yep. Okay. It's in. It's locked yeah, in. Yeah. So October twenty eighth. Yeah. We're gonna circle back. <laughs> we're gonna circle back. We'll talk. We'll talk. Um. So the, for the very last part of the interview, we always go. Um. We go into people's twitters, mm-hmm. and we kind of look at things and see what we can find. Your Twitter is pretty good. Pretty PG. Pretty yeah, respectable. Yeah. Um, we did find a few. So you quote tweeted on April 24th, 2019 from a thing going, hear me out, 80 to the Trailblazers. First of all, are you a Trailblazers fan? No, I'm a Hawks fan. Oh, you're a Hawks fan. I'm a Hawks fan. Okay. But I, I'm a, 
I'm also a Heat fan too. I, I okay, my favorite team is the Heat. My favorite team is the Miami Heat. But I will cheer for the home hometown team. I'm I'm from Boston, so I'm a Celtics fan. Oh. This the hate runs deep ah. between us. Ah, just sweet victory <laughs> left and but right. But we beat you last year. All I know is that you guys have been to the NBA Finals what twice since 2019, and you guys haven't won both times. I'm gonna say. So you said you quote tweeted Soldier Boy voice Blazers. So can I can I hear the Soldier Boy? Voice? <laughs> oh that oh what was that 2019? The Blazers, <laughs> the Blazers. I didn't even know that was on my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we went deep. We deep. Went deep. <laughs> that is amazing. That's crazy. <laughs> what else can you do in that voice? Uh, I I remember like when that was like a whole thing when Soldier Boy was like. Drake stole my whole flow. He's like, what do, you, what do you mean? It's Drake. Drake? Drake? Man, I made Drake. <laughs> like, me and my friends, we still joke about that to this day. <laughs> Did he make Drake? That's what he says. What do you think? Who am you I? Not, that's what he says. Who am I not to believe him? It's Soldier Boy. Yeah, who am I not to believe him? It's Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Um, you also retweeted this. I don't know what this is, so can you please... Enlighten me. When I say to you, I sent this photo to about, I think, seven different group chats, and I go, Can someone explain this to me? Because I have no idea what this is. It's like a photo of yeah. a bunch of like white. It looks See, these are like, like, like These are like football pads you would put in your pants as a kid. <laughs> like, these are the little hip pads you, could, you clip on to the pants. Then you got the little thigh pads and the knee pads right there. Wow. And then that was like the little butt pad right there. You like clip onto the pants. <laughs> so what do you mean kids know, kids they know nothing about this life? Because now they got like the pad, they got the pads like in the compression shorts. Oh, yeah. And stuff like that. They don't know nothing about like having to manually put the pads into the pants. Because they would have the, the pants will have slots for the pads. Oh, wow. You would have to put it in there every game day. The, the, the manual labor they put yeah, you through. Yeah, manual. At such a young age. How dare they? How dare they? How dare they? Um, what did you play? Uh, I played linebacker as a kid. Honestly, I was kind of getting that vibe. Yeah, from you. I, I was, played I linebacker. Guess, I wasn't a guess. And tight end. My dad wanted me to play quarterback. He was like, uh, "These kids, they don't know how to block, so you're gonna get like annihilated. So we're not gonna be doing that." And also, like, pitcher is basically quarterback for baseball. Yeah. So you kind of fulfill. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little, a little bit, bit, a little Maybe bit. Catcher. Yeah, yeah. I feel so. like catcher is more so the quarterback. Fair enough. And the last photo that we got. So we talked about Georgia's, Georgia's mother. So the 12 seasons of Georgia. You retweeted it. So it goes winter, uh-huh. full spring, second winter, yeah. spring of deception, third winter, the pollening, mm-hmm. actual spring, summer, hell's from porch, false fall, second summer, actual fall. Yeah, yeah. Why is the South better than the North <laughs> yeah. when you have that? It, it builds character. It builds character. Can you go through these? Can you tell me about so, each of some of these? So you got winter. The winter, that's probably like your... Are we just going to go like through the months of the year? I mean, so, just go for it. Winter, I don't know you go wherever you want. Winter, that'll be like your December. Like okay. You're like November through like January. Your full spring is February through March, where you think it's going to get warmer, but it's not. Like okay. you'll, you'll have like a week of warm weather, warmer weather, and then it'll go right back to cold, and then you're in the second winter. Okay. That's like your March, April, like mid March, mid March. Then that's the spring of deception and third winter. 
it's like you still it's still cold for some reason it'll be like april and it'll still be like 65 degrees which is like crazy for the south yeah it's nuts yeah then the then the pollinating oh god because the because my my pollen allergy is so bad and then you get to like april may and then you leave your car out for like a few hours and it'll just be covered in pollen like the pollen gets really bad in the south and then the, the actual spring that's like you get like a week of that it's like 75 and sunny then you get to Right, these three—they're all about the same time. But like, Ju- June, July, August, and September—that's Hell's Front Porch. Like summer, Hell's Front Porch, and False Fall, all in the same, all in the same time frame because it's just so hot. Oh yeah, it's just so hot. And then second summer, it'll cool off a little bit. It'll cool off a little bit in like October. You'll still have like your seventy-five degree days. Then you'll have, like, actual fall, like, mid-late October into November. Then you go back in the winter, and it starts all over again. So we're August 5th in New England right now. Where are we in Georgia's 12 seasons? Oh, uh, uh, we're in Hell's Front Porch. We're in Hell's Front Porch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not even – it's cold it's out. It's, like, 75. Not in Atlanta. It's not. Let's Where is it in Atlanta? It's 79 okay, right now. So the high today is going to be 93 in Atlanta, though. Yeah, on Monday, it's supposed to be 96 down there. So what the humidity is going to feel like, probably, like, over 100. Do you like playing in? Obviously, like playing in the hot. Not that hot. Well, you put a school down there. <laughs> yeah. Kind of did it to yourself. Why do you think I spent my summers up here? <laughs> is, this, is this gonna be your last it's summer a, up here? Do you think? Uh, I hope so. You uh, don't want to come back? Uh, hopefully I do well enough where I don't have to come back. And get drafted. But if I'm given the opportunity to come back, I'll probably take it. I'll probably take it. I'm not ruling it out. Are you draft eligible next year? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you could have, let's fill in the blank here. In the 2024 MLB draft, blank selects Cameron Hill. Who would that blank be? Who would you want? I mean, the obvious answer would be, like, the Braves. Okay. But I don't, I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. I mean, I'll just whoever makes the call, I'll be like, I'll, whoever makes the call, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go anywhere. I'll play on the moon for all I care. I don't care. Jupiter, maybe? Yeah. I'm, wherever. Wherever. I'll play on the sun. As long as they got a baseball field, I'll play on the sun. I'll play anywhere. Um, it don't matter to me. Well, they will come back to Earth. Yeah. and I just like to play ball. It don't matter. There you go. Well, Cam, that does it. That's, that's, that's it. That's all we have all for right. you. Thank you so thank much you. for coming yeah, in. I appreciate it. Me. Thank you guys for having me. And that does it for today's episode of the podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe. Once again, thank you to Cam for taking the time. I'm Isabella Gescos, and we only have one more episode left. So tune back in next week.